please enter room 2008. Room 2008's back. What's up? I'm back off the boat. Rabbit holes at Area 51. In an alien holding chamber, it looks like. A nuclear waste facility <laughs> some type. He, he is out of Gangrel's basement. He has made it out. <laughs> and we have Diablo up at the North Pole. What up? <laughs> that link that? is broken. You can't use it. Story of my life. Yeah. I'm gonna grab a drink. Live per- censorship. Perfect timing, right as we start. Go grab a drink. <laughs> uh, I have my radio right here, an H2O. Yeah, I should have got some water too. Welcome. Gotta stay hydrated. Oh. So many people uh, are, are thirsty all the time. I don't think I drank water for like 20 years of my life. <laughs> so I what, got a lot what, of catching up to do. What twenty years? The first twenty years, the last twenty years? Some twenty year gap in there somewhere. Right. I understand. It was just all Mountain Dew, just kidding. <laughs> oh man. I was like that for a while. Yeah. Just give me a good night. Oh yeah. Much to discuss. Lots of Twitter happenings yep. to report. Speaking of Twitter, let me go ahead and get these plugs out of the way. Um, our original Twitter is still suspended, so if you can't find us on there, um, our new Twitter handle is at Room2008ENT2, the number two. Nice. Uh, everything else is still the same. Instagram still Room2008ENT. Our email is still Room2008ENT at gmail.com. So you know, feel free to email us with any topics you want to maybe hear us talk about, research, um, any inter- interesting stories anything like that and uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast we are live on twitch right now so join us on twitch uh, so you can interact with us and uh you know we have a a few dedicated remote viewers that interact with us you know and and contribute to the show which is definitely appreciated so we want to get those numbers up and have some people to hang out with here you know oh yeah i like interaction with audience hey so when are we going to be able to get some calls probably tomorrow okay (laughs) (laughs) callers when we're off air Yep. And uh, speaking of tomorrow, uh, today's Tuesday, December 13th. I'm going to, um, this episode, I'm going to put it out tomorrow since we missed Friday, this last Friday, which is our normal release date. Uh, well, we, did, we, we missed the upload, but we didn't miss the show. We just, yeah, it wasn't, yeah. It, it wasn't upload worthy. So um, since, since we couldn't make it happen, uh, I'm going to release this one tomorrow and maybe we can do a, a two episode this week. I don't know. We'll see how our schedules go and, and do that. It was an entertaining and informative program. The only problem was I I think we were all pretty intoxicated. Uh, We were very. (laughs) Yeah. But it was fun. Yeah. That's the perks of watching live because you never know. Who was on uh, first? What episode we're not going (laughs) to upload. So if you watch live, you get to see it all. Live on the air. Diablo just admitted he was on perks the whole episode. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta admit, I don't even know. What the <laughs> I knew you're gonna do it. Percocets. Uh, 
And we're banned. There I'm it not is. Not even ashamed. <laughs> we can't talk about drugs unless it's to a beat. I gotta make my mother happy sometimes <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah. Well, you had the you had the vid the past few days, so that's right. Actually, so uh, anybody that was watching in all our live viewers on the last episode, which we did not upload, um, you could see my progression of getting sick. <laughs> Regression. I, I mentioned that at the end, <laughs> as these guys were getting drunk and hammered and taking shots of vodka and talking about everything underneath the the moon. I was over here shivering. <laughs> I'm like, God, I, I quit drinking like two hours ago. I don't. I'm coming down with the flu. You're sweating. Then, um, uh, I took a COVID test the next morning, dude. I got sick all night from a migraine. Did you take oh. the anal, Did you take the anal test? Yeah, yeah. Anna <laughs> helped me out with it, and uh, but uh, no, I took a rapid test and it came back positive. And then went to the doctor a couple days later. And, uh, I'm sorry, I keep laughing. <laughs> Yeah, that's nice, Peter. Laugh at Lance's sickness. I'm sorry. <laughs> As he was struggling to breathe. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I remember shit like that, Peter. I'm sorry. I'm still <laughs> laughing from the thing earlier. <laughs> the anal test? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. What Room 2008. That's. Oh, uh... no. <laughs> So what's uh, what's going on in the news, guys? I was uh, I was out of the country for three or four days last week. Anything, Elon Musk uh, is on a Twitter tirade. You want to go uh, into he's, it, or he's saying some banana stuff? Yes, we must talk about it. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> what kind of stuff is he getting into? Well, uh, I have it pulled up here. Uh, I saw I saw this uh, tweet that I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. And it was about, and apparently this was uh, pretty controversial. He said, my pronouns are prosecute and Fauci. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that one. Oh, my. <laughs> so I haven't, had, I haven't had a chance to really dig into all of the gory details of this stuff. But apparently there's some juicy stuff on there about Fauci. Mm-hmm. And how the uh, the federal government was influencing Twitter directly, according to all of these emails and messages and such. They were very aggressively trying to take down stuff on Twitter, uh, censorship. And the list of things is pretty, pretty neato. And... What did he did he release something today? No, I'm going I'm going through his Twitter right now. Um, I think there was like, he, I mean, in the past week there's been like six or seven different Twitter file dumps, so it's hard to keep up with. I, I got I got links to like two or three of them that I was going to go through, but I mean, it's like sixty to seventy five Twitter posts per dump. Shit! Really? Wow! Wow! Per dump. <laughs> so yeah it's a lot of stuff so i was just gonna go through some and uh I mean, we can get to that later but um but yeah i don't see hey, what's the first one today. like maybe 10 12 pages is that correct and then it was, a, it was a lot yeah and then these other ones are uh i didn't realize i haven't been following after the first drop yeah there's been like six or seven so god bless i don't um, understand why like uh it's it's really 
it's really strange. I mean, I have my criticisms of Elon Musk, but it seems like as I scroll through Reddit, there is like hatred for Elon right now, like yeah. across the board. Well, they're still on Twitter going, you know, guys, uh, it's just not for me now. I could see, you know, Twitter's just this now. And it's like, good Lord. Like they're still just trying to uh, blame it all on the trashiness of Elon Musk getting in on Twitter. People leaving. Did you uh, did you see what he posted yesterday, Peter? Well, uh, which one did he post? It was another thing about pronouns. No. <laughs> what was it? Follow. Remember oh, old, what? Remember the old follow the white rabbit? Oh, what? No, he didn't. December 12th. Oh, I didn't know about this. He's doing red pill, blue pill. Somebody, uh, uh, somebody, uh, somebody, oh, somebody else posted that. Yeah. Uh, you got to figure out how Twitter works, Peter. That, that's a comment under his, his tweet. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, it's very confusing. Oh. <laughs> so for the viewers that are unaware, I'm just gonna I'm gonna try to say it without saying it. I am gonna say the word, but uh, so I guess I am gonna say it. The white rabbit refers to, and this is just some of the things that I saw when Twitter had the shadow ban lifted uh, like two weeks into coronavirus or no, it happened at the beginning of, two, uh, of coronavirus and then lasted two weeks and a bunch of crazy stuff uh, was surfacing on Twitter under various celebrities, uh, you know, profiles and namely like Oprah Winfrey and uh, Tom Hanks and Ellen DeGeneres. And we ended up seeing uh, or, it was uncovered that Ellen DeGeneres was quite an unpleasant person behind the scenes. Um, but the shadow ban appeared to be lifted. Something went wrong at, at Twitter. And uh, all the stuff came up and the, about follow the white rabbit. And that was a reference to the chemical symbol. And, and uh, Drew, you should pull this up. The chemical symbol for adrenochrome. Ah. and it looks and it and you know that's what everybody's referred to because it looks like a white rabbit this is you know and of course the reference to alice in wonderland and stuff uh because the rabbit hole goes deeper and deeper uh but that's what he's referring to he's referring to the 17th letter of the alphabet with that tweet that's pretty blatant so what does that mean yeah there it is follow the white rabbit and oh, for, for viewers for viewers that don't know what adrenochrome is, it was referenced in the movie. It's a drug that was referenced in the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. And uh, Johnny Depp was going through this uh, thing of drugs, and he pulls out this little vial, and he goes, adrenochrome? What the fuck is that? And then his friend tells him, and like he he puts it under his tongue with a droplet, and he, you know he, he starts acting crazy and stuff. But... I urge we can't go too deep into that topic. I want uh, yeah. the viewers to research through alternative media uh, sources and investigate adrenochrome and then just, you know, decide for yourself what you believe. But it's pretty interesting stuff. Uh, it's very terrifying, scary stuff. There's the thunder. 
I wonder if the viewers. Can... <laughs> Very a... terrifying. See, there's the thunder. There's yeah. There's, um, a, there's a there's a bad storm outside. Uh, so uh, let me ask because it's been a minute since we brought that word. Yeah, um, I feel like it's been at least a year. Um, and you're saying you know back in COVID, so other stuff has come up. But uh, adrenochrome. <coughs> I was confused when you said it's a drug. I just want to be clear about it. Isn't it uh, adrenaline blood? Uh, yeah, adrenalized blood from, uh, and I think it has something to do with the pineal gland. What's the uh, drug aspect of it? He just had it in the capsule, like you're saying, like a drug, or you said it is a drug. Is there is there a, a, a drug use of it, or is it just right now? It's just, uh, you could call it conspiracy, you know, whatever you want to call it. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure what I believe about it uh, from a, you know, somebody that enjoys like sci-fi and horror and stuff. It's like, it's, it's a, it's a grotesque. It sounds like the plot to a movie. Like it's, it's, but it's there's essentially one, vampirism. But there's not two versions of it. There's not a drug, adrenochrome, and then adrenochrome. What we know it or what I know it as uh, adrenalized blood, blood with adrenaline. Right. It's it's uh it's it's used as a drug. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Uh, allegedly, uh, I don't right. I don't know I don't know exactly what I believe about it. Um, Wikipedia describes it as a chemical compound produced by the oxidation of adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. I got you. I just wanted to make sure we were talking about the same thing. There, not, not of course, us. there's no way for us to prove to ourselves if it you know. Is real or not? There might be a uh, way, but oh, it's real. All coming together one night. And, so, Drew uh, Peter's a test subject. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pete, and welcome to Jackass. And I, <laughs> um, but uh, what? So, Drew, you you think it's real? Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff about it. You know, I mean, it's a, it's an actual chemical compound. So, when uh. When coronavirus first hit and the shutdowns began, uh, and this adrenochrome stuff became the the talk of the online community, uh, I was wondering, uh, what was I going to say? How do I put this? Uh, All the stuff that was surfacing on Twitter, there was stuff on there that I couldn't believe. Stuff Mm -hmm. that depicted celebrities... In weird at weird parties, and it looks like there was, like I saw these pictures of like Lady Gaga drinking blood at a spirit cooking ceremony. This was during no. This started really getting big when Trump got to like, the picture. Yeah, like 2015, 2016. When Hillary was in. Yeah, because Hillary was well. You know, there were stories of her at parties talking careful. about that and other stuff <laughs> that they Be were careful. handing out. And that's kind of where all this conspiracy stuff kind of came up with the yeah. Hillary mm-hmm. campaign. Uh, you know, not saying like she so had everything to do with it. It just, you know, every day was another thing when that was all going on. The uh, the cannibal stuff seems to be a recurring thing, and uh, and that's what kind of makes me think that Adrenochrome could be a real thing. Uh, I mean, obviously, it is a real thing. We just we you're just talking about the use of it. The use of it. Okay, for, I, I thought you. I thought you were talking about like the actual compound. I was like, yeah, it's real. Yeah, and apparently it can be synthesized as well. But uh, of course, there's no way for us to prove. There's no way for us to acquire it uh, and 
uh, try it. Um, wink, wink. Have y'all checked <laughs> Amazon to see if they sell it? <laughs> <laughs> Two day shipping. Uh, <laughs> it's prime. But that all all of this weird stuff that the celebrities are into behind the scenes, all this uh, uh, bail. Yeah, and, and all that stuff lends lends to the credibility of of adrenochrome. It really yeah. does, and it all ties in uh, to our previous episode, the "What the fuck is going on?" Mm-hmm. Uh, where we were talking about Balenciaga, um, all the weird photography sessions, all the weird symbolism. It all ties in together, you know. Yeah, and I just feel like they're just putting it out there to see what they can get away with at this point. But also sense that there's panic uh, behind the TB, the powers that be, TPTB, that's hard to say. Kind of like AI art. AI art. AI art. We got to talk about AI art at some point in the segment as well. Um, yeah, we'll try some questions for AI. We'll do a live and see what it says. Oh, that would be cool. That's a good idea. Uh, but I, I, I do think there's some credibility to this adrenochrome stuff. And it's the most terrifying thing to consider that there's a whole side, there's a whole world that we're unaware of behind the scenes where people do just awful, grotesque stuff uh, because they have so much money and power that they've been able to pursue whatever they wanted and you know they they got desensitized to this and desensitized to that and they they needed more and more and a lot of it's and, ri- a lot of it's ritualistic too yeah built like in like like i think it's not so much like they're seeing what they can get away with they're doing it for a reason like it's it's some sort of like you know ritual um rite of passage kind of thing you know when you're posting certain things when you're showing certain things in your photographs Stuff like that, you know. Right. How old? How old is Moloch? Um. Let's see. I'm going to look that up. Moloch, because if if this deity is, you know, super old, that sort of that sort of gives us a clue of maybe possibly how long these people have been in power behind the scenes. Well, it can't be longer than six thousand years, you know. Because if you listen to our episode before <laughs> right. that, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, Moloch traditionally, Moloch has been understood as referring to a Canaanite god. However, since 1935, scholars have debated whether or not the term refers to a type of sacrifice on the basis of similar term, also spelled MLK, which means sacrifice in the Punic Punic language. This second position has grown increasingly popular, but it remains contested. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Give me some dates here. While Etymology. You're for that. Yeah, go ahead. But I, th- I think you're on a, a really good point uh, with the uh, desensitization of like when you have money, and when you have money, you're trying to get power. And when you get power and you have money, you're like, all right, well, what's next? And I think that's when this ritual stuff really comes in because you start getting introduced to the people that have high influence on whether or not you're going to. Yeah, right. The powers be whether you're going to stop right there and start going downhill from there in life or you're going to go uphill. There's a pivot point and they kind of get you right there. I don't think it's people are born, you know, because a lot of these uh, people are, 
you know, have different uh, faiths, you know, that they grew up with. But when you have money and you have power, you're exactly right. I think you get bored and you start getting influenced by other people that can bring you into a different life, mm -hmm. you know, uh, with that power. And it is kind of like just boredom. Like what else can you get? You get money that because you want power and you get power. And then where do you go from there? You do all right. this kind of craziness and you do stuff that is so highly illegal and so highly frowned upon that it sets you apart. And, it, and now you're like, um, just a powerful, you know, you're against everyone else. You're separated from everyone else. And I think this has a big play in it on why it's becoming such a impact on the rich and, you know, the wealthy, powerful people around the world. And of mm. course the practitioners, uh, approach the celebrity or influential person and tantalize them with things. And then, bam, they got them, uh, blackmail, and you know, yeah. via, a la Epstein. And that's how they were able to get a true stranglehold on all these political figures, celebrity, and what have you. And so they blackmail them. If they if they fall out of line in any way, they can be like, oh, you just got, you know, uh, you just got Michael Jackson, whoever, you know, whoever goes down for the worst possible crimes. Mm -hmm. That's what I that's what I think happened to Michael Jackson. He was certainly oh, yeah, involved. He was, but then I'm, he was trying to buy up Sony or something. So they yeah, had to spill all the beans on him. Yeah, I, I'm of, I'm of the uh, opinion that he was murdered. Mm hmm. So, and these people, uh, I saw a video with Megan Fox speaking out about these rituals. And you have people that are uh, right there at the cusp that could either go down or up, you know. And so they're not really powerful, but they're being reached out for the powers that be. And, and she's talking about, um, you know, well, sure, this is normal that, you know, there's rituals that do this and rituals that do that. And she's outspoken about it, but it's like, you could tell that's like entry level. Like she's just finding out a whole different world that she's kind of interested in. And it's kind of like, oh, it's cool to talk about, but she doesn't know yet. You're not supposed to talk about this shit. Yeah. Right. You know? And then that's the videos that you catch like, oh, that really goes on? Yeah, of course it goes on. But some people spill the beans accidentally because they're dumb, <laughs> you know? And right. you never hear uh, from them again. Right. I mean, I threw away my letters. I didn't even open them. <laughs> so speaking I only, of... I only went to Epstein's Island once. Speaking of Epstein's Island, uh, Drew, could you pull up an image of the palace that is on Epstein Island? I just want to see if I remember this correctly, because uh, we all know about Bohemian Grove viewers. If you don't know about Bohemian Grove, please look into it. There is in that in, in Washington. Uh, no, it's in uh, the California. Redwood Forests of California, Northern California, oh. and uh, uh, a certain fella who is. Uh, uh, pretty controversial these now days. Now he's not a trillionaire. Right. Uh, he snuck a camera into Bohemian Grove and all the all these celebrities and politicians were doing a ritual under a giant stone owl depiction of Moloch. And I don't know, I, I feel like something similar to that is on Epstein Island. I just want to prove it to myself on air here. So I'm going to go in, just get a Google Earth view of it first. Okay. So um it's right here uh near the british virgin islands so it's in between whatever this is cruise bay 
Was it called yeah. Paradise Island or something like that? Little St. James. Little St. James, yeah. I was way off. <laughs> so this is it right here. Yep, there it is. There's the palace. Wow. There's there's several structures. Nice pool. Does it have one of those drop views? Uh, uh, Street level. <laughs> we could tour little St. James VR, guys. There's one right here, but it's not working, so it must of course not be it's a... not. Go to, go to images, and uh, there should be some good shots of the of the palace itself that's like the image uh google maps that i saw you know and it's off australia coast and you go down it's this big dome with the chairs all around this thing in the middle yeah like this auditorium right in the bay of the uh, Australia. but then you go to it on google maps it just doesn't work you can't click that spot yeah uh so okay here we go Somebody said that there's a stone owl visible somewhere on this palace. And if it, if it is, I can't really see. I do see what is it. it. What is this? I think that's the owl. Let's see if we can get a better view of that. And there's uh, there's something else uh, scary and coincidental about oh. these images. Oh, there it is. Yep, that's an owl. Yep. There's a you giant imagine the shit that went down at night there. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, so there is there is that same stole uh, stone owl. And let's think about this. Let's think about what an owl is. It's a it's a fly by night predator that you know steals uh, steals the young. And uh, so that was the same imagery that was in Bohemian Grove. Now another crazy thing. Uh, uh, one more thing to pull up there, Drew. Uh, could you pull up uh, maybe a comparison image between Epstein Island and the Ellen DeGeneres set? Sure thing, Joe. Just to, just to tie everything <laughs> in. Uh, you're just so good at it. <laughs> like he's been there before. Say, say that again, but in like a lower voice. <laughs> oh, no, see, you're setting me up. All right, here. faster, faster with pulling it up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, pull it up. <laughs> We're all waiting. You know, next time, our our viewers are waiting. <laughs> here we go. All right. Oh wow, look at that! Like the same blue stripes. Uh, the tropical. I mean, that's pretty wild. And see, this is some of the stuff that was being pulled up on Twitter during. I don't that. even know if Ellen DeGeneres was on the list. Uh, I, see, a list surfaced, and there was like bad misspellings in it, and names that were repeated, and I'm like, this list is bullshit. It would be very easy just to put out a list. I mean, yeah, I yeah, guess yeah, yeah. It was like somebody, somebody just made the list, but just using the the Siri on their phone, just using their voice, and there's all kinds of misspellings and stuff. Uh, but you know there were a lot of celebrities on the list, uh, and there was some other things that uh, that tied Ellen into all this weird stuff. And I, I can't remember what it was, but I just remember a friend of mine from 15 years prior called me up, and I answered the phone, and I was like, "Charles," and he goes, "Pete, get on Twitter right now, right now." Go to go to Oprah's page right now, <laughs> and I was like, Charles, 
<laughs> Charles, it's so good to hear your voice. <laughs> I'm getting on Twitter now. Somebody and, told me you died, man. And I got on there, dude, and my jaw hit the floor. And it was it was like two weeks that this stuff was up. Good thing you were on the toilet when you called. I was yeah, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> but so much crazy stuff was was surfacing on Twitter. And now, now that we're looking at this, I didn't know about that white rabbit thing. I am shook by the white rabbit tweet. That's that's huge. Mm-hmm. That's seventeenth letter of the alphabet stuff. Which you know, at when I first got into that, I was all in on it. But then it started getting ridiculous. Like uh, JFK Jr. is secretly yeah. alive and has been pulling a, a Tom Cruise action movie this whole time. Yeah, and Trump's going to bring him out as his VP and stuff. And oh my God, I, I mean, at this point, anything is possible, but not that. That's not possible. Yeah. Well, let's um let's transition into how Twitter suppresses a lot of this stuff. I thought you were about to say women. No, I'm just kidding. We can if you want. <laughs> we'll probably get this podcast. I don't know much about, man. This, po- this podcast will probably get boosted. You know? <laughs> right. We'll be Can't so hashtag popular. It. We'll probably be taken just down on Twitter again. Get some better numbers. <laughs> just hashtag women. <laughs> and then FIFA has been suspended. FIFA. <laughs> right. Hashtag so, and World Cup. So, boring. I wanted to name the episode Declassified because there's been like seven Twitter file dumps. Seven dumps. Dumps. Sounds like an average day for me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, the first one, uh, we kind of went over the first one on our uh, episode that we didn't release. What was that? Oh, my chair squeaked. <laughs> I thought that was like a big swallow. <laughs> I don't see so, birds flying around here, Drew. <laughs> what was uh, we said something about that on the last episode? Big swallow. <laughs> it could have been the alcohol, or it could have been for real. We really said it. I don't know, but but continue. Nice. <laughs> All right. So the first Twitter file dump deals with uh, the Hunter Biden laptop. Juicy. So surprise, this- surprise. So on October 14th, I'm just going to kind of read some of these tweets. Cause like I said, it's like 60 to 70 tweets on that one, on this one thread. So he's on the on, toilet a lot too. <laughs> on October 14th, 2020, the New York post published, uh, the Biden secret emails an expose based on the contents of Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop. Twitter took extraordinary steps to suppress the story removing links and posting warnings that it may be unsafe. They even blocked its transmission via direct message, a tool hitherto reserved for extreme cases such as CP. So I remember uh, talking about this on the episode that we didn't release. They were, they were suppressing this as much as, as CP going so far, going, excuse me, going so far as if, you know, I I DM'd a, a link to this New York post story to you. They would, infiltrate your dm and remove the link wow you know uh mark it unsafe and blocked its transmission totally holy cow dude yeah link not found mm-hmm. probably all that um, happened at the front of the episode mm-hmm. yeah wow <laughs> so i mean and it goes through um you know multiple tweets about how politicians are involved on you know getting some of this stuff going um let me see if i 
figure out. I mean, you got uh, Trump's old um, White House spokesperson, Kaylee McKinney. Mm-hmm. She she got locked out for tweeting about it. Um, you know, so it was it was basically it was supposed to be a big October surprise. You know, it yeah, was, it was a month before the election. It was true from the get go. There was I no still can't believe it. they were censoring Trump and censoring the White House. Uh, so speaker, speaker of the house, the, not uh, speaker, spokesperson, spokesperson. This is yeah. what all this stuff ultimately uh, uh, leads credit to. Uh, it is the uh, I can't say it, but election fraud, election or at Freud. least at least interference, because Twitter is sort of considered the digital town square, at least the most mm-hmm. popular one. Yeah. So and, if they were stifling the president's speech, the acting president's speech, and they were silencing, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't even. It wasn't even the acting president. It was the president. This is right. this is October. We haven't got to the um, the later Twitter dumps that came a few days later. That deals with when they deplatformed Trump. But this specific thread was just about the Hunter Biden laptop and election tampering and interference. Okay. So. Well, continue. This is juicy. So yeah, they pretty much. Um, According to the thread, Twitter, they just freelanced it. There was no actual protocol. There was no policy. They just decided to do it, you know, based yeah. off based off pressure because, you know, Twitter, it goes through. I mean, it even goes through like the, the percentage of donations that Twitter employees, you know, donated to politically, you know, Republican and versus Democrat. And they're coming out and they're saying now it wasn't necessarily uh, uh, who's the CEO of Twitter. Who was Dorsey was at the time. Dorsey. So they kind of put the blame off Dorsey and they're saying that it was his staff and that Dorsey really didn't have a lot of uh, say in this, didn't know a lot of it was going on until after the fact, because they were basically saying, oh, the government's telling us, you know, or here's what we need to do. We need to go ahead and censor this. And Mm -hmm. then um, they would go back and say, well, isn't that wrong? Isn't that wrong? And then everybody's like, well, who's going to turn it back? I mean, who's going to be the one to like open it back up? And then down the road, they're saying that Dorsey found out that a lot of this was going on without his approval and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. So that's something to kind of add to it. Mm-hmm. Dorsey lied under oath. He did. He did. He did. I, I was listening to an old um, episode of a podcast I listened to uh, when the, when the hearings were happening. And, you know, the the guy, um, one of the podcast hosts, was like, "Yeah, Dorsey just got up there and lied." You know, he was nobody could really prove he was lying at the time, but it was obvious he was lying because this was a few years ago. I was like, man, yeah. I, I wanted to, eat, I wanted to like snip that clip of that podcast, that little, you know, ten seconds, and and play it on here, but I didn't have the time to do it. And it's like, man, he really was lying. And guess what? Nothing's going to happen to him. No, nothing. Well, and we he have paid a handsome price. We have mm-hmm. seen though that uh, a little bit of justice, or at least the motions of justice being served, are are uh, happening now with this whole uh, what's his name, Bankman Freed or whatever. Yeah, he got arrested. He yeah. did. So that's something. That's isn't, something. Isn't that crazy how I was in the Bahamas last week and uh, he gets arrested a few days later? Maybe he had something to do with it. <laughs> He's dropping man. <laughs> Andrew's like, here he is. I'll, sh- I'll share my PM. I'll share my location. <laughs> he, Wait, was looking, he-, he was looking in the window while they were having those nerd orgies. <laughs> <laughs> He's in Nassau. He was like he was like having nerd orgies and drinking Mountain Dew on everyone else's billions of dollars or something, right? Thirty five oh seven. Oh man, here we go. <laughs> you said nerd orgies. Come on, <laughs> that's what he was. You no, know that's gonna be a clip. 
that that was literally happening. Like what a uh, what a strange setup. They were did, in international waters and did you see he um his staff when uh the uh Congress was gonna call him up to testify or whatever and his his people sent back a a uh, response saying, you know, hey, you know, he would he would love to come testify, but he's actually uh, he's actually pretty booked up for the next couple months, like with like, <laughs> uh, yeah. speaking, speaking like that, engagements and stuff like that. He's been doing all of these podcast appearances, like like yay. I know. Uh, getting on there, like, what, is he going to go the same route? He's like, I actually really kind of like. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Change the subject it's- really quick. It's like people like people are doing these these podcast tours and just saying crazy stuff. We got to get somebody on here to say some crazy shit. I'm sure Ye would come on. He's doing every podcast. Might as well. We'd we'd get banned and then and we'd get off Twitter. We'd have to redo the episode. So. And then and then we would get <laughs> depersoned, unbanked, fired from our jobs. You know, cast from society. That's and there goes all the investors. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> So uh, later in this first Twitter file dump, this first Twitter file dump came on December 2nd. Um, so, I mean, there, were, there was letters from Democratic lawmakers saying that they want more Twitter moderation and literally saying that the Bill of Rights is not absolute. You know, so talking about how free speech, First Amendment's not absolute, the Bill of Rights is not absolute. And we it's knew just, all this was going on, but it's yeah. just great to finally be vindicated oh, after all this time. And I'll say this again, I'm a total doomer. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah, nothing. You will. know. Um, so yeah, I mean, this like I said, this this first Twitter dump is like thirty something threads um, or thirty something comments on the thread, and then on the ninth, uh, four or five days ago, that's when like an, an additional four or five dumps came, and that was uh, about when basically January sixth ended the platforming of Trump around that time. So I mean, I, yeah. So I can go into a few, you know, a few tweets on that. Uh, did y'all want to comment on anything or? Uh, go go ahead. I, uh, this is this. I do is I do want to say stuff. whenever whenever you're like nothing will happen. I just picture like a room of people arguing against it, saying this is what happened and this is what you did. And I want you to admit it, and then you know whoever needs to admit it goes. They admit it, and then the people bringing the uh, the whole whole thing down. They're all like, uh, see, I he. Thank you. Thank you. Finally, mm-hmm. they admitted it. And then everybody just goes about their way, mm-hmm. you know, and nobody really gets uh, in trouble for doing it. It's like a, well, let's try not to let that happen again. Yeah. yeah. So if anybody, um, cause like I said, th- there's so many tweets on this. I would recommend you, uh, the listener, uh, go check these tweets out for yourselves. The, uh, the first one that I just went over and this one I'm about to go over, Matt, Taby is the one who tweeted it. He is at M-T-A-I-B-B-I. Um, and then a couple other people that he worked with on this uh, posted the other ones, but uh, he posted the original ones, the initial ones, uh, Matt Taby. So uh, let me go through some of these and, and see. So there's a common character uh, that, that's kind of making these decisions setting the narrative what's going to happen what's what's not going to happen uh at twitter and he is the uh what was his official title uh where'd it go the trust uh head of trust and safety his name is yoel roth y-o-e-l-r-o-t-h 
Okay. So, so he's basically the guy setting the standard, um, setting the protocol, making the decisions on what's, you know, going to get banned, what stays on, you know, and, and, and just what's going to happen. So one guy. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I mean, it's, it's the whole trust and safety team, but he was the head guy, you know, that okay. calling, calling, calling the shots, head of that department. Yeah, suck, suck that down, Lance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big swallow. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, continue. So let's see. <laughs> so after after January sixth, internal slacks show Twitter executives getting a kick out of intensified relationships with federal agencies, such as the FBI, CIA. So Twitter executives are, are having frequent meetings with federal agencies. So and that's probably that's probably FBI, CIA, and DHS, correct? Yeah, if I had to guess, yeah. So, um, Yoel Roth, he was making, um, posts. I, I don't know what Slack is, that's some sort of social, I don't know if it's like a, it's a group texting. Thing. Yeah. Right. So he was making posts and comments, um, like kind of sarcastically speaking, um, you know, very boring business meeting. That's definitely not about Trump wink face, you know, definitely mm-hmm. not, definitely not meeting with the FBI. I swear. So, oh, wow. so yeah, you have you have them working with. The oh, so he was like, much. he's being sarcastic, saying that stuff because you can do like I do Slack with work, and it's like you make like different topics, yeah, under the group for like your team or office, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, so yeah, I Slack at work too. Uh, <laughs> let's see some of this other stuff. These initial reports are based on searches for documents linked to prominent executives whose names are already public. They include Roth. Uh, former trust and policy chief Vijaya Gaddy. Oh, yeah. And, and recently planked walked deputy general counsel and former FBI lawyer Jim Baker. Okay. So it's been going on a long time. Twitter has been, you know, hand in hand with these with these federal agencies, which is very dangerous, if you ask me. So my question is, if he's dumping all of this stuff, how, why is, I mean, obviously he, it's, ma- it's manufactured hatred, but everybody ha- is hating on Elon right now. Mm-hmm. I saw him, he got booed when he walked out with Dave Chappelle. Um, and I, I didn't really like how Dave handled it. He basically said, all the people booing have shitty seats. And I was like, ah, that's, that's a little, that's joke, that's joke didn't bad, go over. That's in bad taste, but uh, you know, they, they were in like San realize. Francisco or something. Because they so. were actually they were actually pretty good seats. The people booing are not even <laughs> reading these yeah, uh, Twitter dumps. They're just booing because initially, before he even took the office at Twitter, he he bought it and was going in. The first day, people were like, "Well, I'm leaving because it's no longer going to be the way that it used to be." And so that's that crowd just yeah. pissed off that now it's you know they're to- a, they're yeah they're just told what no to idea what he's doing. Those, and, it, those, and there's a crowd that's plugging theirs up going, la, 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 I don't see anything, la, 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 I don't hear anything, la, 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 la. Yeah, and, those, like, those people think they're so revolutionary, you know, and they've never had an original thought in their head at But all. The, the way these Twitter files have been dropped, they're dropped under the profiles of the people that are putting them out. Right. So you have to really be, f- not really following them, but following whoever is following them. Yeah. So not and, everybody's even going to see it because... Uh, you know, a lot of right wing conservative, uh, you know, it shouldn't be that way, but like that tends to be the route that this is going. 
So a lot of the left that's still on Twitter probably doesn't even see this because they're not following anybody who's following um, the people that are dropping all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just going to – And then a lot of people don't follow Elon Musk. He's kind of like the guy from MySpace. You know, that you, you he was like your first friend. Yeah. What was his name? Tom. 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 But not everybody follows Elon Musk. You would think they would. The owner of Twitter, uh, the owner of SpaceX, the owner of uh, Neuralink, the owner of Tesla. The, I mean, you would think you'd follow him, but I, I think regardless of whether people follow him or not, everybody is seeing this stuff because every like some, a lot of people are posting this stuff on other platforms of what he's doing. And I do, I do see positive stuff like CNN's people, not covering it. No, CNBC's not, not covering it. What this these Twitter dumps? Yeah, yeah, nobody is. So again, it goes back to the owl of social media. What owl are you on, and what are you actually seeing? So it's kind of like a natural suppression of mm-hmm. we're talking about it. Like, how do they not fucking see this and understand it? And they're booing it's because they're suppressed. They don't even get the information sent to them. And if they do, they're not going to read it anyway. Because it's true too. You know, if it came in an email, they'd just trash it. You know. So uh, there's another post on this second second dump. Um, there was a post about the Hunter Biden laptop situation that shows that Roth not only met weekly with the FBI and DHS, but with the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. So I mean, dude, they're meeting with super high level, you know, government wow. agencies, federal agencies. There it is. There it is. And what else did they meddle in outside of the social media giants? Yeah, Think there's all a... advertisement and Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's another guy on Twitter. I can't remember his name. He he did his own little Twitter file dump of some research he's done. This says, so all this happened. How much influence did Roth have and Twitter have with the whole Ukraine-Russia stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's not just an election. It's not just the Hunter Biden laptop story. It's literal foreign policy and, you know. Yeah, and that's that's what we're all pissed about about the Hunter Biden laptop. Like you bring up the Hunter Biden laptop, and everybody's like, "Who cares about uh, his son? Because he's not even in office. He's not he's not working for the country in any way." Uh, well, baloney. He that, was siphoning is- money back to the Biden administration through his dealings in Ukraine. That's what we're interested in, and also the shady dealings with the Chinese officials. And he's getting, that's what we're interested in. Getting, of course, all the hooker stuff is interesting too, but I mean, there's some dark shit on there too. That's a whole nother topic for another episode, but I, that we can't do. But did you almost throw up? I almost did, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, this is a disgusting story. <laughs> Citizenship is disgusting. <laughs> I'm thoroughly disgusted. Shooting vodka the other night. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I had to take a whole day to recover. And also, too, you have uh, you have a rogue son out there doing stuff and getting blackmailed on his own. I mean, you know, he's he's obviously going to give up information to better himself, throw everybody on the, and then, you know, you have his ignorant father who's uh, trying to be a father and, and help him. In other words, he's giving him everything he wants. And then, I mean, so yeah, anybody that asks a question like that, which I've heard that. And it's one of those questions to where it's so generally wrong to think, well, oh, it's just a son, you know, it's just, a, I mean, everybody's bragging on his laptop, you know, big deal, big fucking deal. Like it's such an ignorant question. It's almost hard to answer. Think yeah. about if Don Jr. had a laptop from hell. What would the media have done then? They would have been foaming at the mouth. They would have been screaming on television all day. He'd Don Lemon would have right been now. pissing his pants. Jimmy Kimmel would be crying. I think he cried again. He's crying. 
uh, right now. Um, I know what they are. Yeah. Dude tries more than Jordan Peterson. <laughs> hey, now, yeah. watch your mouth. Yeah, they, <laughs> all he was media. banned on Twitter, too. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. He was banned. Oh. Well, he's back now. He's he's under Ben Shapiro's wing, so there's there's his uh, – Oh, now he's going to lose my vote. I'm yeah, Ben Shapiro. His, my wife his, is a doctor. He's not running his, for office. His way back into the, the mainstream. I can play the violin. I'm Ben Shapiro. I have a little hat. <laughs> Who's that comedian? Who's that comedian that did the deep fake of him with uh, Joe Biden in the White House? And, he, and it showed the video of him play uh, violin, and he messes up. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. What is that guy's name? Kyle Dunnigan. He does Kyle the Dunnigan. funniest stuff. On, oh, my, he uses all those uh, filters, uh, those deep fake filters. And God, that was awesome. He does, he does good impressions anyway. But then when he, when he actually puts the filter on, it's even funnier, dude. It's like the Every- Fresh Prince of the White House or something like that. Oh, it's so funny. I can't, Fresh I can't believe that was even allowed to, to be uploaded. So there's another there's another tweet on here um, in the second dump. Here, the FBI sends reports about a pair of tweets, the second, the second of which involves a former Tippecanoe County, Indiana counselor and a Republican named John Basham claiming between 2 and 25% of ballots by mail are being rejected for errors. So the FBI actually sent Roth and and company at Twitter those tweets, reporting those tweets. Oh, wow. So um, we just got a report from the FBI uh, concerning two tweets. This one relating to the shredding of mail-in ballots, ballots, uh, which is proven to be false, and uh, and then another tweet. The FBI, uh, the FBI flag tweet, the FBI flag tweet then got circulated in the enforcement slack. Twitter cited PolitiFact to say the first story was proven to be false. They noted the second one was already deemed no vio on numerous occasions. So that's insane. Like of all the stuff that our, our government agencies could be doing, this is what they're doing. Do you remember that Kennedy speech where he was talking about how the CIA was a, a, a rogue organization that did not have the United States interests at heart. And then he got assassinated. Um, that's, that's part of all of this. That's that it's all in there. Yeah. So uh, that was what, like 40 years ago. It was a while back. So, um, Roth and, and the group at Twitter then decided to apply a learn how voting is safe and secure that. label. Because one commentator says it's totally normal to have a two percent error rate, Roth then gave the final go-ahead to process uh, the final go-ahead to the process initiated by the FBI. So just like with COVID, you know, um, or, or the the V word, you know, safe and you know the, the they're safe and uh, effective. The vaccine, the, yeah. So crazy is we're talking about all this, and, and we're that's not even the subject, the topic. You so know, it's you all know, connected. Yeah, it's all connected. So, so two years ago, you know, during the election or whatever, they had uh, they had to put up this FBI approved and initiated label of it's uh, learn how voting is safe and secure, the safest and most secure election ever. I roll. It's all government propaganda, every freaking bit of it. And how can you believe it after that? Exactly. How can you believe anything after this? Right. You know. Yeah. So that that kind of wraps. That's basically what the second dump is about. Peter, what was your second dump like today? <laughs> I can't remember. Never. It's been so many. 
Uh, you know, I have a buddy of mine who his wife is from Ukraine and they had to get their family over during the war and stuff. And I was talking to him about it a couple of days ago. And he was like, and so I was like, you know, what about all the money going over there? What do you think about that? And, you know, he had a lot to say about that. But um, Zelensky, the president, he said the women love that president. I roll. And he is like, dude, it's sickening it is. how the women idolize her, him, her, whatever. I don't, you know, he probably does. He did wear heels in that one video. And uh, it was disturbing because I, exactly. It's like we're talking about social media. And the way it could portray someone or make someone look a certain way, media in general, since you know censorship and everything, it goes all into you know you send all this money, you get the audience in love with you, the women love them for you know there has to be a hero in the war, there has to be somebody to stand up the, the get a uh, you know a country wanting to fight for themselves, you know. I and I just and can't he's just like dude, sickening. And uh, and I really didn't even know he had a lot of these views. Uh, we helped him raise money to get the family out to fly him over and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he He's was such like, a made guy. He was like, you know, w- one of my wife's friends over there, their husband's trying to locate uh, uh, a night vision scope because they're starting to hit the town that they're in. They're worried about they always hit at night. Uh, apparently the Russians. And he's like, you know, he's trying to get his hands on a night vision scope for the one gun that they have in the house so that he can, if he has to use it, it's probably at night. And uh, he can't, you know, money's kind of tied up. Um, he can't get access to it. He, It's like they're so hands behind their back. But yet they have somebody that they idolize their president. And then, you know, the money going over is going straight out the back door. Yeah, and, what, what's uh, happening to the money? He obviously isn't using it to buy a new wardrobe. And, and so it's just, it's all uh, kind of a side note. I just was interested in what he was saying about it. So another Twitter dump that came on December 8th, um, if you look up Barry Weiss, B-A-R-I-W-E-I-S-S. Oh, I've seen the Barry pictures, man. I'm not Googling that. Yeah, I Googled that uh, one time. So anyway, <laughs> uh, she, she tweeted this uh, dump on December 8th, and it's uh, the Twitter files, Twitter's secret blacklists. Interesting. A new, a new, and uh, we went over this on the episode that we did not post. A new Twitter files investigation reveals that teams of Twitter employees built blacklists, prevented disfavored tweets from trending, and actively limited the visibility of entire accounts or even trending topics, all in secret without informing users, which is shadow banning. There it is. It's official. Shadow banning is real. Yep, and that's what got lifted at the beginning of the uh, of the Rona times. Mm-hmm. So we're no so, longer conspiracy episode. It's a yeah, this is really? like we're news fact. now. Yeah, we're we're fact based. Yeah, we'll still yeah. get a little tag, I'm sure. From <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Spotify. Uh, they're not up to date yet. So, uh, take for example Stanford's Dr. J. Bhattacharya, who argued that COVID lockdowns would harm children. Twitter secretly placed him on a trends blacklist, which prevented his tweets from trending. That's so creepy. It really is. Or consider the popular right-wing talk show host Dan Bongino, who at one point was slapped at the search blacklist. So if you if you searched him, uh, couldn't find him. Same thing for Charlie Kirk. Um, Incredible. And Twitter denied that it does no such things. Um, in 2018, or I'm sorry, Twitter denied that it does such things. In 2018, Twitter's Vijaya Gaddy, whatever her fucking name is, 
And the other <laughs> other guy uh, said, we do not shadow ban. They added, and we certainly don't shadow ban based on political viewpoints or ideology. Dude, these people, like, who do you think we are? Dorsey is a coward because he yeah, went on, uh, exactly. this is a while back, because he went on Rogan's uh, podcast, and uh, Rogan was going to have Tim Pool on there uh, to confront him, and he, he does. He confronts him about the censorship mm -hmm. and the bias, and uh, Dorsey brought Vijaya on the program to uh you know, be, to to be his yeah to to but yeah basically talk for him yeah and because she's she's more inclined to talk about the inner workings of twitter than i am even though i created twitter yeah and you're the fucking head of it so what many people call shadow banning twitter executives and employees call it visibility filtering <laughs> multiple high level sources confirmed its meaning it does have a less of an impact Think about visibility filtering as being a way for us to suppress what people see to different levels. It's a very powerful tool, one senior Twitter employee said. All, wow. without, all without users' knowledge. This is vindication. This is what mm -hmm. vindication feels like, everyone. Yeah, I've been right really for... rewarding because we, we already knew this. Uh -oh. Holy shit. Run for the Live on the air, room 2008, bomb threat. What is it? Oh, tornado warning. What if uh -oh. it's all... until 1130? So buildings start shaking. We just have it all, all in camera. There's a tornado warning right now. Yeah, no, that means that they're not. There's no tornadoes. Yeah, it's all you a get, lie. It's all a lie, man. Just trying. I'm to get scared. No. What was that? Um, they're feeding minutes? off of my fear. It means you minutes. might get some hail or something. Some hell. This, this is um, that. This is that damn heart program again. And it's not even just Twitter. Facebook is a whole different mm -hmm. side note that everybody forgets because of. Uh, the Twitter damn yep. it, but um, that was also because I didn't really get on Twitter a lot back then, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've never been a big twit, <laughs> you know, or whatever you call them. Probably not that, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a Jay Leno joke. He uh, I, uh he did this on the Tonight Show, I think, it was, uh, or ha whenever whatever year this was. But he goes, yeah, it looks like they're going to uh, combine uh, YouTube. And Twitter and Facebook into into one app. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? No. Yeah, apparently they're going to call it You Twit Face. And I was like, oh, okay, that's good. That's a good show. It's a good show. I miss you. Yeah. Apparently, like Jay Little burned his face. Yeah, so yeah, I saw some. He was, uh, yeah, from that red. Jay. Right? No, he was working on a car and it caught on fire. No. Man, that apparently he's okay. Easy. He just got out of the wreck and he went back Poor to Jay. work the next week. Jay needs to take it easy. You're right. Yeah, he does. And he needs to... I think he just does stand-up now, but uh, I miss Jay. Yeah, I, I did too. Yeah, he was he was the best. He was our my generation. Uh, so, um, yeah, anyway, back to Barry Weiss. Um, definitely check out her Twitter uh, dump that she did. This one is extremely interesting because it's probably something more people... You know, if you do use Twitter, you're, you'll probably be more familiar with it. Um, you know, cause if you follow any big accounts, you know, more often than not, you know, you've, you've heard of the term shadow banning, you're familiar with it. And this, this literally vindicates that all this stuff was going on behind closed doors. Yep. You know, literally swaying, influencing, suppressing public opinion, uh, dialogue, everything. We were right you know, all along. 
Mm-hmm. True clown world stuff. That yep. uh, the people that need to hear this won't. It's the only. That's the only thing that upsets me. And the people that need to be uh, penalized for this won't. And some people will take the blame, and some people will get you know uh, slapped on the wrist, or maybe some jail time over it. Possibly, it's not going to be anybody. It's basically people that were set up to to take the hit. I'm a. I'm going to remain an optimist. I'm not. Uh, I think uh, it'll blow over by next week. Mm-hmm. I think something's going to come out at some point that's so utterly life changing. You know what that- it is. It's going to be a complete cleansing of the of the political spectrum. I thought you were about to say cleansing of the colon. <laughs> for Pretty much, dump. that's what it'll be. Yeah, Get ready the, for another dump. All the polyps <laughs> will be removed, uh, and everyone will be exposed. I think that's Here, I think that's going to happen. Here's mm-hmm. my thought on on this. Now, I'm not. Uh, I don't know how I feel about Trump running for president, but the only positive out of this is that this will be forgotten next week. Everybody's posting it right now. Everybody's talking about it, but they'll see that the credits are dropping over this subject because it's not trending, and and it, nor it will it, it won't trend because of other platforms won't, won't carry it. But the only person who will talk about this is Trump, and he will talk about it in volumes, and he will make it known, and people cannot call him a conspiracy theorist over this kind of stuff, even though that's the way that the other platforms will put it out there. So there is some positive to uh trump being on the ticket and that this will come up in conversation but uh if 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 that wasn't the case this would be just water under the bridge next week it'll be a different topic and that's all that'll come from it and people will be talking about how the elections need to be but it'll be two years from now that it'll come up the elections need to be uh redone and the elections need to be safe and they need to be healthy for our you know uh, for america and and that'll be like the talking point. Yeah. And uh, and then it won't. And then we'll still have, um, you know, it's just so. That, I don't think Elon's going to let up. I always pull back to he might, back he, on that. He might not, but I mean, still, I don't think anything's going to happen. We're not a serious country they don't, right now. So. Yeah, Speaking of not being a serious country, oh, I hate to bring it up, but I'm going to. Uh, we don't have to dig into it too deeply, but the – Pup kink. <laughs> does anyone does anyone know what I'm talking about? Anybody? Uh, Any I mean, I, I mean, I know the what that army guy tweeted. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that what was that person's name that stole the luggage? Uh, uh I that, love that person's a pup kink person. Uh, what's up with the pup kink stuff in our military, people? What's happening here? That was hilarious. That Matt Damon thing that you said. Oh yeah, yeah. They they put they put whatever whatever that person's name Bourne. is. They put him in on the Jason Bourne movies <laughs> with the lipstick and I all. I literally thought it was it was uh, Matt Damon, but that like you know, like a, a Photoshop thing. And yeah. Then, and then you know I put two and two together, but it looks just like him. It's so weird. The whole story is so weird. I think this dude was like Luggage. taking luggage and wearing the clothes from the luggage uh you know is is there is there is a simulation there is something weird about it he was just taking luggage and um i didn't hear anything else about that but then you wonder like is it really that simple is anything ever really just that simple you know i'm sure there was something pervy about it right was the luggage 
was there stuff in the luggage that he needed to grab, take, do whatever with, and then just end up getting caught? You know? Yeah. I, I just, uh, I'm flabbergasted. Think of, think about what Gabber the flasted. world thinks about America right now. Wow. Uh, it's, it's just, it's just so, so embarrassing. Who's okay. that other person that was Biden's like expert on? Oh, oh, uh, you might be talking about Rachel Levine. Is that who you're uh, talking about? Well, it was a he, but he claims to be a she. It that's was... yes, yeah, Rachel Levine is one of those. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what what's that? The uh, health something? Yeah, like the fucking yeah. Secretary of Health or something? Secretary yeah. of yeah. Health. <laughs> it was something. I don't know if it was health, but it was like that. Certainly not mental health. Just kidding. We're I banned. mean, and we're banned. <laughs> I, just, I just can't figure out how screwed up you can really turn an administration so quickly. It's only been I think. Years. Uh, imagine being on the battlefield with your with your buddy, and you're in a foxhole, and then you you're like, let's make that last charge, and you charge in a battle, and you put on your pup mask, <laughs> and you charge in. Like like the Patriot. Oh! We're doing this so my son. Is that what is that what they did in the Patriot? He wants to be a woman. <laughs> and the dean, the dean of that school that was passing around dildos and butt plugs. Oh yeah. Today class, we're gonna I don't know if he was. He was bragging about it. That was a skit in South Park like twenty years ago. <laughs> and South Park has uh completely you remember when Mr. Garrison became a woman? This has all been predicted by South Park. Well, and The Simpsons too, but uh, uh, South Park covered a lot of this this uh, this particularly weird stuff already. Yeah. Hey, this is a side note. Let me ask you. Uh, y'all might have seen this. I saw a video of the exact. It was an, from an old older movie from um, the exact word for word play, the screenplay, and everything from when uh, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. I haven't heard about this. Have you, Drew? Mm-mm. So somebody said it was pretty simple. It's like, check this out. This is from whatever, whatever. And they played the scene, and it was word for word. And the guy, no it was about this comedian, was talking about this dude's wife on the front row. And he gets up. He's like, you know, the whole take your wife's name, uh, na- take my wife's name out of your mouth, and you know, it was like word for word, almost like it wasn't even almost. It was exactly like it, as if they were playing out that scene at the at the. Uh, oscars grammys or oscar or whatever it was and i just thought that was pretty interesting but again uh it wasn't a topic so i really didn't uh send it in or anything but uh i i gotta find that maybe i'll bring it up next time if i can find it did you see that thing where somebody like switched the words around the audio was and he goes he goes stop fucking my wife's mouth or no say keep (laughs) keep fucking oh yeah keep fucking my wife's mouth. And then Chris Rock goes, I'm going to, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. I'm going to. I laughed so hard. I laughed all day at that. I kept playing it on my phone over and over again and just laughing. I, I, I laughed all day long. I wish you had oh. it. We'd play it. Sounds like a good day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Twitter files, part four. <laughs> the removal of Donald Trump, January 7th. As pressure builds, Twitter executives build the case for a permanent ban. On January 7th, senior Twitter executives 
create justifications to ban Trump, seek a change of policy just for Trump alone, distinct oh, from other snap. political leaders. What? Sorry to interrupt, but the tornado sirens are going off. Let's hear them. Hey, let's. You hear that? I hear them. <laughs> Peter's like, y'all, what should I do? Uh, uh, they, they don't have tornadoes in LA, bro. Y'all might not be aware of this reference, but whenever I hear sirens like this, wait, there's no wind at all now. Uh oh. That's a bad thing. Hey, let's let's uh let's go ahead and check it out. Let's uh let's pull up the, the weather on your phone. You got your phone? Yeah. Yeah. Uh this looks weird, y'all. You wanna go, you wanna go out there and check real quick? Hey, put your uh, head up. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna okay. go I'm gonna go check real quick. I'll be right back. I'm gonna yeah, open the door so you're probably gonna hear the siren. Huh? Put your head out the window, see if you hear a train. All right, I'll be right back. You do run in your house. <laughs> That's crazy. This is live on the air. If you do run in a ditch. Lay, lay down. Roll over. <laughs> we have no... Uh, we're just like, will he get back to the show? <laughs> sounds like sounds like freaking Silent Hill. This is all, of course, staged. Uh, it does sound like Silent Hill. What if we just see like red flashing and just... <laughs> everything just lifts off the ground. And I wish we had that live editing power. I know. All right, we're about to get the recap. I hear him coming back. What's it like out? What's it like out there? It's perfectly still outside. It's that's, creepy as shit. That's eerie. Uh, and air raid sirens remind me of the video game I used to play as a kid, Silent Hill. Oh god, yeah, I get wanna... I get so creeped out when I hear air raid sirens, dude. Yeah. So anyway, there's, Twitter, no, uh, Twitter files. there's no relaxing way of listening to those sirens. Let me see, I'm going to look at the weather. Y'all keep talking. I'm, I'm yeah, check it out. Here. Yeah, I got, I got your weather. I got the weather uh, pulled up on my computer over here. Yeah, 65 degrees, tornado warning. The town you're in, though, is like... Oh, my God. I'm right in the red. I'm right in the middle of the red right now. Uh, Oh, wait, no. Uh, The red is about to be right over me. Uh, I might... I might have to... Might need to go take cover. Uh, Yeah. yeah, Grab that McCarty behind you and go inside. Yeah, I got to get that in my cat. Oh, yeah, go, go, go. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll call you after this. You. We'll wrap it okay. up. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be back. All right. I'll call you. Yeah. We'll just come back on if you can. If not, we'll call bye. you and make sure everything's okay. good. Okay. All right. Peace out. Oh. <laughs> I don't cut this thing off. Hey, real quick, P, before you go. What? Bye. Bye. <laughs> See you guys. Dude, go take cover, man. Come on. All right. We'll do. All right, I think he's taking cover. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, he records this out like a, a, a outdoor storage room. Yeah. So the damn tornado could literally pick that thing up from yeah. probably a mile away. <laughs> Hopefully, he's okay. Yeah, uh, his the town he's in is uh looks like it's it's getting hammered right now. So there's like a huge line of storms going through. So that'll be here in probably about an hour then. Probably be here. Let me see. When Yours will be there like Wednesday. Probably Wednesday or no. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Tomorrow, yeah. Wednesday evening, Let's maybe. See. Let's see. Before we get back to the Twitter files. We got to explain our names now that we're a week behind. Oh, yeah. I want out of a Russian, I want out of Russian gulag for Christmas. I'm still stuck in here. Please save me. That's mine. 
How the hell do you get to the, there? It is. Uh, yeah, seventy four seventy four percent chance of rain all tomorrow. So yeah, it's probably gonna be here tomorrow. So nice. So um, Twitter files they uh, seek a change. They seek to change a policy for Trump alone, distinct from other political leaders. They express no concern for the free speech or democracy implications of a ban. This was on January seventh. So uh, he reiterates. Uh, this is on Michael Schellenberger's Twitter. Uh, he reiterates to catch up on part one, you know, where Matt, T- Matt Taby uh, went over everything. Part two, where Barry Weiss that we just went over, went over everything. Um, and part three was uh, how senior Twitter executives censored tweets by Trump in the run-up to the election in 2020. So uh, for years, Twitter resisted to call ban, uh, resisted calls to ban Trump. Uh, even going so far as to say blocking a world leader from Twitter would hide important information, hamper necessary discussion around their words and actions. Well, this was Twitter saying this? Yeah, it's like oh, wow. Twitter Twitter public policy, January 5th, 2018. 2018. Gotcha. Yep. So, I mean, they, they quote tweeted that tweet on that. So, uh, but after the events of January 6th, the internal and external pressure on Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey grew. Former First Lady Michelle Obama, tech journalist Kara Swisher, the ADL, high-tech venture capitalist Chris Saka, and many others publicly call on Twitter to permanently ban Trump. Dorsey was on vacation in French Polynesia the week of January 4th through 8th, 2021, but he phoned into meetings and also delegated much of the handling uh, to other senior execs. Um, so he wasn't even around when this happened. He was basically just, you know, doing phone meetings. Hmm. So um, let's see. On January 7th, Jack Dorsey emails employees saying Twitter needs to remain consistent in its policies, including the right of users to return to Twitter after a temporary suspension. After, Roth reassures an employee that people who care about this are not happy with where we are. So let's see. Uh, Then on January 7th, around 11.30 a.m. Pacific time, Yoel Roth DMs his colleagues with news that he is excited news that he is excited to share guess what he writes jack just approved a repeat offender for civic integrity this new approach would create a system where five violations or strikes would result in permanent suspension uh, suspension i thought it was three well i guess it's it might just be for different stuff so um so yeah they three strike rule all of his team celebrated um (laughs) they did yeah, Ross colleagues query about incitement to violence heavily foreshadows what will happen the following day. On January 8th, Twitter announced a permanent ban on Trump due to the risk of further incitement of violence, which is all bull. Right. Um, on January 8th, Twitter says its ban is based on specifically how Trump's tweets are being received and interpreted. But in 2019, Twitter said it did not attempt to determine all potential interpretations of the content or its intent. So they just did a total hypocritical, you know, one funny is during all this and before you know you do have like the taliban you have pakistani terrorist groups and everything mm-hmm. else on twitter you know like yep. that was uh yep so that's basically what this um i think this was the last dump um that came on so i like i said i don't want to go through all these i don't, I don't want to read I, I i mean it would take me three hours to read all the all this who stuff. was I'm just kind of cherry picking tweets on this stuff. So hopefully y'all, you know, listening on the podcast will, uh, will go to these Twitter pages and, and sift through them yourselves and, and kind of understand what's going on with it. The people that were dropping these, uh, Twitter files, you gave the name earlier. I don't recognize it. Is it, yeah. uh, 
Is it a politician that got their hands on it? Is it a Twitter? I think I, I, I don't know who they are. One, like I said, is Matt Taby. The other one is Barry Weiss, and the other one is Michael Schellenberger. I know who Barry White is. So, just, no, not, I'm joking. <laughs> so um, this Michael Schellenberger, his uh, his uh, bio is uh, pro pro civilization, time hero of the best selling author. So yeah, I mean, I guess it's just like authors and journalists and stuff. So it's not ex employees or politicians or anything. So just people just putting in some work, you know. And the only person that's going to talk about it again, I don't, I'm not getting into anything with Trump, pro or con, yeah. if he should even be running or not. But he, who else is going to talk about it? I don't know. Nobody. I mean, it was just, just, just to ban a sitting U.S. president like that. That was un, literally unprecedented. And the spokesperson of the White House. Yeah. And then Twitter lies about it too. Like straight up lied. They lied on Joe Rogan's show. They lied to Congress. They lied to, you know, and then Facebook lies. Yeah, they, yeah, they just they blatantly lie. And nothing happens. We get fucking you know, impotent sound clips from Ted Cruz. That's all you know. I was just that's all, that's mentioning all, his name. That's all we get. You know, and Jim Jordan and you know Trey Gowdy. Give me a fucking break. Well, I, I think that kind of like just shows that we're past the point of uh, fairness. Mm-hmm. You know, they were saying. Um, I forget who it was, uh, some talk show in the morning. They were talking about the election for this uh, runoff in Georgia. They were like, you know, I just don't know if it's going to be fair and if it's going to be this and if it's going to be that. And the guy was like, you know, let's get past this whole if it's going to be. We know there's going to be irregularities and there's going to be stuff going on that doesn't seem right. We know the power is against us. But right. talking about it isn't going to fix the issue. Like we've still has to, we still have to get out. We still have to vote in numbers. We still have to do all this. And basically, what he's saying is, even if it doesn't have a, if it's not a win for us, we can't just talk about it and like give up and wait on somebody else to fix it. Yeah, no so one's coming. To, no keep, one's coming to save us. We have to keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing, and hopefully one day something will change. But we can't give up pushing. Yeah, and I, I thought that had a lot of uh, like that kind of help me with thinking about it like you know don't yeah. just come up and be like oh well fuck it we're done you know yeah but, I mean, and this and and this should just scare people on both sides of the aisle or whatever if you're not on if you're not on any side of the aisle or if you're think you know you label yourself a centrist or a moderate or if you're a full-blown leftist or a full full-blown rightist whatever like twitter being able to do that should scare the hell out of anybody you know i'm not i'm not trying to play political on this it's just because one day it'll be you exactly you know twitter was the one being political so you know e- exactly you know just like that you know you're next in your line, side of the aisle doesn't seem like an impact but then when it's not it, it shouldn't be like the, pen, the pendulum's gonna yeah. swing right and uh and now elon musk is running that bitch yeah now look at them crying just he hasn't even done anything and they're you know the other side's crying you know literally and it's so crazy, this guy. He he has people. He has the powers that be turning against him, and he's owning all the big companies. And literally, he's like, "I'm creating something that's going to help people see." Mm-hmm. Like, I swear, the next thing he's going to be like, "Hey, by the way, uh, you know, I cured cancer. And yeah. it was it was simple. It was this." And the powers that be is going to get angrier and angrier and angrier at him for solving these uh, world problems. 
Mm-hmm. And he really is. He owns a company uh, I just found out about. Uh, I'd never even heard of. They're about to put out. Um, oh my gosh, I hate that. I, it's on the tip of my tongue. It was. Um, I'll bring it up in the next episode. But uh, we ought to just do that, like the companies that he owns, because there's another company that he owns. I didn't, had no idea, and it's something that's gonna be just a game changer. In um, I don't know if it was health or what, but uh, it, it's incredible what he's doing in the background of what we even realize yeah. while he's tweeting, while he's, or when does he have time to even go through just this? Just living thing? life. <laughs> like you're talking about all this and, and he was commenting and he's making all these tweets and stuff, but when does he have time to do that? So let me know if any of these <coughs> rings a bell. Is it Excuse me. the, the boring company? It's not the boring. It's one of Neuralink, OpenAI, SpaceX, Tesla, X.com, Is he part Twitter. of OpenAI? Yeah. I guess so. That's what I was going to bring up tonight about the questions and stuff. It's kind of cool. Um, keep going. Neuralink, OpenAI, SpaceX, Tesla, X.com, Twitter. Um, Wasn't X.com? That was like his first one. Starlight, Solar City. Uh, yeah, that's... Oh, it's it's the uh, it's uh, um, houses. It's mini houses where you basically order a house and they bring it to you, and it's like fifteen twenty thousand dollars for a starter house, and it's built better than brick and mortar. Yeah, all recycled materials. Uh, it's gonna be completely solar powered. You know, it's that kind of stuff. Like yeah, and this way that they can you know. Uh, it just it keeps going, yeah. It just doesn't stop. Oh, and they're talking about like those modules are the modules that he wants on the missions to Mars when they start. If they send somebody, to oh yeah, he wants that module to be there to save them so much time on trying to build a house when there's literally you drop it and it folds out, does its thing, and it uh, basically screwed all in. It's solar powered. Uh. I just don't see how he has time to even tweet. I know. Yet he's now controlling Twitter and he's literally the news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he's got, you know, he's got God knows how many people that are actually putting in the work and, you know, stuff like that. He's the, he's just your typical boss, you know, just comes around right. every now, comes, comes around every now and then to make sure everything's working, you know, but like a new company like Twitter to him. Uh, you know, he's hands on. Yeah. You know, there's probably less than 50 employees at Twitter. That's all they need. Like nine, like I forgot what the number was, like like 70 or 80% of the workforce has either been fired or left, and Twitter's working just fine, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Other than the fact that, you know, we get suspended and, and we're trying to get, we're calling the 1-800 number and nobody's answering. Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, like I said at the beginning, our, our original Twitter Got three strikes for counterfeit goods. Uh, some somebody was flagging us, reporting us for counterfeit goods. Um, I don't know what that means. How we could be misconstrued as uh, promoting or being affiliated with any trademarked item or, or they probably property. Feel like we're selling Christmas trees. I don't know. So three strikes, we were out, and then we created a new one, Room Two Thousand Eight ENT Two, and already got a flag for a. Uh, counterfeit goods the, you know, the account's been open for like a week and 
two days. Yeah, if anybody listens to this and knows, uh, where can they email us? Room2008ENT at gmail.com. Tell us what we're doing to get flagged for counterfeit goods. Yeah, because we have no idea. <laughs> we're not even we're not posting. About- we're not posting pictures oh. of trademarked anything. We're not saying we're affiliated with anybody. I mean, I seriously have no idea what it is. So, we're, I'm at a, I'm at a, you know, I've, I've tweeted Twitter support just to get further clarification and nothing. So, well, you want to uh, wrap things up, and I'll, I'll call Peter, and we'll do it. Yeah, after. we're gonna. We'll see yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna uh, check on old Peter. He's probably uh, feeling like freaking Dorothy from Wizard of Oz right now, looking at his window and like there's him and his cat. You know, yeah, instead of Toto, it's his cat. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, anyway, uh, like I said, you know, please follow us on Twitter at room2008ENT2, the number two. Um, our Instagram's the same, room2008ENT. And uh, like I said a second ago about our email, room2008ENT at gmail.com. Uh, send us any stories, any topics you want us to talk about, any, you know, I don't know, just anything. Interact with us. Join us on Twitch, room2008ENT. Interact with us. And uh, we're going to go check on old Peter and make sure he hasn't blown away by now. Awesome. We'll see you, Drew. Give me a shout. All right. Room 2008 out.